Episode 7. Welcome to the podcast, Life of Awesome. My name is Saul Blinkoff. I'm a husband, father of four, and director-producer who works for some of the top studios in Hollywood, including Disney, DreamWorks, and Netflix. My goal? Simple. I want to live the best life I possibly can, and I want the same for you. I travel the world talking about life, and if there's one thing I've learned, every single person on the planet wants the exact same thing. We don't want a life of good. We don't want a life of great. We want a life of awesome. I really want to thank you for being here today listening. I realize there are so many podcasts out there, and I really appreciate you giving me the most valuable thing that you have, your time. If you like the podcast, please hit the subscribe button, give us a rating, a review, and of course, share it with your family and friends. That said, let's get into it. I'm really excited. This is our seventh episode, and I've been getting a lot of great feedback from a lot of listeners in the reviews, texts, Instagram, DMs. People are letting me know that the podcast is appreciated and that uh, it's making an impact, and that means so much to me. So all of you who have been listening, thank you so much. And if it's your first time, I want to welcome you to the podcast. And for right now, I want you to just take a moment. And I want you to think about one of the most carefree times of your life, childhood. Now, look, we've all had different childhoods. Not not everybody lives like the Brady Bunch in this perfect little idyllic suburban town where the siblings get along most of the time and the parents are encouraging and nurturing. But for the most part, I'd like to think that most people have a nostalgia for their childhood. When we reflect on our childhood, do you remember those moments when you would be playing in the sprinkler or drinking out of a hose like I did back in the day? Don't don't try that at home, kids. Were those summer nights catching fireflies, playing hide and seek for hours, holding an ice cream cone as it drips down your hand and your arm and you didn't even care? As much as I love my family, some of my favorite moments were when I was alone climbing trees. I didn't think about schoolwork. I didn't think about how difficult it was to have friends and maintain friendships. I often felt that when I was climbing trees, that was my safe spot. That was my place where there was no struggle, no hardship, no pain. I can really remember the touch of the tree, the feel of it, the smells of the air, the sounds of the birds. I would climb this one tree and I would stay up there for hours. It was so high. It must have been like 50 feet tall. It was an evergreen tree. And I grew up in New York and Long Island. And I remember from those trees, I could see Manhattan and it looked beautiful because I think when we're children, we have an appreciation of the moments we're in more than we do now. You see, now as adults, most of our days are filled with the thoughts of everything we have to get done. We're so busy, whether it's my career. And if you have a career, there's always something that we could be doing to further our career. It's never ending. Or it's the responsibilities we have to our spouse or to our kids or our communities. There's always someone that needs our attention. I always tell my single friends, you know what you can do on a Sunday? They look at me like, what? I go, anything you want. Because when you're a parent, your Sundays, they're not yours anymore. Okay, they're partly yours, but they belong to your kids. But the basic idea about being an adult is that we are constantly bombarded with all the things we have to do. Sometimes we sit and we have that agita, the anxiety of I'm missing out on something I'm supposed to be doing. How many of us can actually sit down at the dinner table with our spouses and our kids 
not thinking about anything else. Can you imagine not even bringing your iPhone to the table? I remember when my oldest daughter, Meira, who's 16, was a year and a half old, and we used to take walks up and down the block together, her little hand in mine. And do you know how long it took me to walk her down one block? A block that would take you and me 30 seconds to walk down? It took us like 20 minutes. Because when you hold a toddler's hand and you walk down a street, they notice everything. She noticed every crack in the sidewalk, every rock. She would talk to flowers. It reminds me of that song from Pocahontas. Remember? In Colors of the Wind, but I know every rock and tree and creature has a life, has a spirit, has a name. That's my daughter walking down the street because she would give names to every flower. She would talk to them. See, kids don't walk down the street to get anywhere. They walk down the street to enjoy the walk. The way a toddler approaches everything in life is nothing short of wonderment. Everything is new. Everything is exciting. And while they can't articulate for you what they're feeling, they're feeling the thrill of being alive. And it's our job as parents to nurture that in our children. It's our job to nurture that in ourselves. There used to be a store in LA where they would sell bath mats and bath soaps and things. It was like a bed, bath, and beyond. I remember this one store had a beautiful white marble floor. And when I would walk in the store with my daughter, I would tell her, let's take off our shoes. We wore flip-flops because I live in LA. We'd take our flip-flops off and we would walk around the store barefoot. Now, most people are hearing that and they're going, okay, crazy guy, what are you doing having your kid take their shoes off before they walk around a store? Because you know the excitement that we both felt feeling the cold stone of marble on our feet? You know what that feeling is? It's the feeling of being alive. Or those big, thick shag bath mats. We used to walk on all the different bath mats and talk about what they felt like. It was fun scrunching our toes. It's like that scene from Die Hard, fists with your toes. Remember that scene? Now, I could have been the kind of parent that walked into that store. I'm like, oh, I got to go check out a bath mat. Let me just go check. Oh, they don't have what I need. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're with your kid. Slow down and nurture your kid to enjoy this experience. This experience, sharing it with you, teaching them about the world. But even if you don't have a kid, you're walking into a store like this. You know what you do? You take off your shoes. You feel the shag between your toes. Because the truth is, every moment of our lives, we have an opportunity to make a conscious decision to live in wonderment. I remember the first time I was going to take my son, Asher, to Home Depot. And if he wasn't with me, I would have walked into Home Depot, found the guy or girl and said, hey, I need to know where this pipe is or whatever this thing is I need. They tell me aisle five, I go get it. I try to get out of there as quick as I can. But I was in the car and I was thinking about it. And I'm like, you know what? Home Depot could literally be Disneyland for my son. And I told him this in the car. I said, you know what? You ever notice how you put your nose up to like certain wood and, and it has a smell? And I explained to him that different woods have different looks and different smells. Maple has a smell. Cedar has a smell. Oak has a smell. Different texture, a different color. And I said to him, we're going to a store that sells so many different kinds of woods and you can see them, touch them, and smell them. Oh my gosh, was he excited. You know how Home Depot has that part of the store where there's all the greenery, the greenhouse, the flowers, that in itself is Disneyland. It's incredible. I walked him through there for a half hour. Every time I go to Home Depot with my kids, we walk in there and we smell the basil and the thyme and all the fresh herbs, the flowers. It's amazing. But adults don't do that. You know, one of the greatest thrills of being a parent is that our children are there to remind us of how to walk in wonderment. Next time you go to Home Depot, go to the herbs and just smell them. Not because you have to buy any, but just because it'll remind us how glorious it is 
to be alive. Life moves pretty fast. Shoot it up. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. You know when we appreciate being alive? As soon as we hear someone died. That's when we appreciate it. Oh my gosh, I'm alive. You know when we appreciate being able to see? When we see someone who's blind. We appreciate being able to walk when we see someone who can't. And I promise you, there are people out there who can't walk, who appreciate being alive more than many people who can walk. Because the wonderment is never dependent on our situation in life. If we're alive, it's a gift, period. There's a fantastic movie called Awakenings. I think it was the first movie that Penny Marshall directed. Uh, She directed Big with Tom Hanks later on, League of Their Own, great movie. This movie takes place in the 60s. And it's a story of a doctor, an introvert, played by Robin Williams, who basically works with catatonic patients. They're alive, but they're not. And he thinks their condition is an extreme form of Parkinsonism. And he's experimenting with different drugs, L-dopa, dopamine. And there's one patient, his name is Leonard, played by Robert De Niro. And I know we all know him from Raging Bull and Goodfellas, Casino. But boy, does he play an endearing character in this movie. need to see it. And his character, Leonard, he's playing baseball one day, must be about 10 years old, and his hand started getting numb, and he's sitting in class, and he can't write. And a couple months later, he's catatonic in a hospital. 30 years go by, and it's the 60s. And then this doctor, Robin Williams' character, experiments with this drug, and Robert De Niro's character, Leonard, is awakened. After a 30-year coma, he's 40-something years old. All he wants to do is take a walk. And there's an incredible scene where he goes in front of the board of doctors and has to convince them to let him take a walk. What is it that you want now, Mr. Lowe? The simplest thing. And it is? To have the choice to go for a walk if I want to, like any normal person. Look, I'm not a criminal. I've committed no crime. I'm not a danger to myself or to others, and yet I'm still not allowed to go for a walk on my own by myself. You didn't wake a thing, you woke a person. I'm curious, um, what would you do if you went out? I'd look at things, I'd talk to people. I would decide if I want to go in this direction or that direction or straight ahead. I would do all the things that you people take for granted. But the board meets and they think it's too dangerous for him and they say no. And later, there's a scene where he calls Robin Williams' character in the middle of the night, says, come over here. I have to tell you something. It's urgent. We've got to tell everybody. We've got to remind them. We've got to remind them how good it is. How good what is, Leonard? Newspaper. What's it say? All bad. It's all bad. People have forgotten what life is all about. They've forgotten what it is to be alive. They need to be reminded. They need to be reminded about what they have and what they can lose. And what I feel is the joy of life, the gift of life, the freedom of life, the wonderment of life. And finally, I'm not going to spoil the movie. You got to go see it yourself. But the doctor, Robin Williams, learns a great lesson himself. That the human spirit is more powerful than any drug. And that is what needs to be nourished. With work, play friendship, family. These are the things that matter. This is what we've forgotten. 
simplest things. You know who he's talking to? To us. It's the simplest things that we could take for granted. Did you ever notice that most people in the world love the ocean? Okay, some people out there don't like the sand, but there's not many people that I've met who don't love the ocean. That feeling, you know what it is? It's not just beautiful, it's awe. It's comprehending the vastness of what the ocean is, how deep it is, how far it goes. Remember the first time, if you're over the age of 30, remember the first time you saw an iPhone and someone showed you how you could swipe with your finger and you were like, wow, holy cow. First time you were in a car and you saw a navigator that could tell you which way to go, that didn't blow your mind. But then five years later, you take your iPhone, you swipe, you don't even think about it. You type in your place, your navigator, you don't even think about it. There's no more awe. No matter how many times we go to the ocean, all of us should take a moment. Look at the beauty of the color. Is there any better smell than the ocean? Beautiful. When we stand in awe, it's this feeling of being alive. You don't need to be near the ocean to feel the thrill of being alive. You could be driving to the mall. You got to go return some shoes. You park in the underground structure and you walk from that parking garage and you're outside for that eight seconds. Stop walking. Put your face up to the sun and take a breath. Inspirational quote of the day. This quote comes from Macy Arias. Quote, appreciate every day that you're alive because being alive is a luxury that many don't get to experience for long. Appreciate every day that you're alive, not just the good days, not just the days you're at Disneyland. Every single day we need to appreciate the fact that we're alive. And even if you see someone who's 80 years old, 90 years old, and you think, oh, they've experienced life for a long time. You know what they'll tell you? It went by in a blink of an eye, the snap of a finger. We only have one life. What are we waiting for? We don't get to choose how long we live, but we do get to choose the perspective that we will walk around life with. And if we make a conscious effort to really enjoy the simple things in life, then we can bring the awe back into awesome. Thank you so much for being here today listening. I really appreciate you spending your time with me. Please, again, subscribe, like us, rate us, review us, share us with your family and friends. And I truly hope that each and every one of you has an incredible life and not just a life that's good and not just a life that's great, but that each and every one of you has a life of awesome. I said it before and I'll say it again. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Oh, oh, oh.